Josh writes in to ask this, Pastor John, is it possible to intellectually believe the Bible and all the truths of Christianity and accept them as 100% true, to want to love Jesus and to be saved from God's wrath, and yet to not be one of the elect? Is that possible, Pastor John? I want to say no. <laughs> um, but to make plain, I want to make plain why I need to dig in for a minute to what I mean, uh, what it means to, to act, quote, accept all the Bible as 100% truth. That's, that's what Josh is saying, accept all the Bible as 100% truth. I have often said, and maybe, maybe this is why Josh is asking this, I have often said that the devil knows more truth than most theologians, and the reason he's not saved is that he hates it. James says the devils believe and tremble. They, they believe many facts about God are true, but they're not saved because they hate those, those facts. But I'm not sure I can really say that someone could affirm all the Bible as 100% truth and be lost, not be saved. And here's the reason. The Bible is filled with statements, not just of facts, but also uh, statements about the worth and the beauty and the desirability of those facts. Um, so it doesn't just say God is powerful, but that God is glorious and great in glory and beautiful, that he's infinitely, transcendently valuable, that Jesus not only exists, but that he, 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 he has all these attributes that make him more precious than the greatest pearl and uh, more valuable than the greatest treasure. And, and Paul himself, remember, said um, that he found more satisfaction in knowing Christ than he did in all other reality. So, what would it mean to say you believed that but did not embrace him as beautiful or valuable or supremely pleasant? And I think most people would say, you don't mean it. <laughs> I mean, you say you believe he is infinitely valuable. You say you believe he's supremely precious. You say he, he, you believe he's all-satisfying and you don't embrace him as all satisfying? You don't mean that. And, and so I, 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 I can't bring myself to say that a person would really affirm all those value statements of the Bible and still be lost because if, if they really affirm those value statements, they would embrace those values. Um, in fact, uh, I think the way the human mind works is that when the heart prefers one thing over another thing, the mind inevitably joins the heart in finding ways to justify the heart's preference. So it would be doubly unlikely that anyone would or could honestly say, I believe the whole Bible is 100% true and yet go on rejecting Jesus as less precious, less valuable, less beautiful than their earthly treasure. In other words, their mind wouldn't be doing that. If they wanted to value the world 
over God, the creation over the creator. If they, if they want that bad enough, their mind is probably not going to go to the Bible and say, well, this is really true. <laughs> you know, all these value statements are really true. No, the mind is going to wind up saying, no, this is probably mythological, or probably got errors in it, or the text was corrupted, or there are contradictions everywhere. That's what the mind is going to do in order to protect the heart's treasure in man rather than in God. So that's my main reason for saying no. You you can't believe the Bible is 100% true and still be lost if if what I'm saying is on track. If you really believe that Jesus is the supreme value and beauty and truth in the universe, you're going to embrace him because that's what it means to believe him as supremely beautiful and satisfying. Um, So maybe the last thing I should ask is, um, what about those folks in Matthew 7, where it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven But the one who does the will of my Father who's in heaven on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of of lawlessness. So these folks say, I believe Jesus is Lord. They're calling him Lord. Um, But they're not saved. Why, Why aren't they saved? And the answer Jesus gives is because they're hypocrites. They were workers of lawlessness. They called him Lord, but they're workers of lawlessness. They were like the Pharisees. I mean, it's amazing to me that in Luke 16, 14, Jesus says the Pharisees were lovers of money. I mean, they claimed to believe the whole Old Testament, that God is more valuable than anything. We should love him with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. And Jesus just slips in. They were hypocrites because they were really lovers of money. So my my conclusion is sincere belief in what the Bible says about God and Christ and the way of salvation, sincere belief, that is true, will lead to salvation. Because what... um, the Bible says is, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And you believe that, and you do it, and you will find it to be true. It will be true of you. If you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. Yes, excellent. Thank you, Pastor John, for that encouraging word. Serious questions like this one from Josh arrive in our podcast mailbox every day, and it's truly a joy to address those questions as we produce and distribute the Ask Pastor John podcast free of charge for you. If you found this to be a helpful resource for your Christian growth, we encourage you to consider telling others about the podcast. And of course, we're grateful for any financial gift to Desiring God that will help us continue to make this free outreach ministry to others possible as we seek to bring God's word to bear on the most common and crucial concerns of our lives, like assurance and eternal security. Financial gifts can always be given online at DesiringGod.org. Look for the button that says Donate on the top of the homepage. It's the gifts of listeners like you that financially support the ministry. So thank you for making this podcast possible. We'll return tomorrow. Until then, I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thank you for listening, and thank you for partnering with Desiring God.